Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin, the podcast. I'm J. Will Zubin, presented by Progressive Insurance. All guests on the Goodyear Hotline. It's Sports Madness! Finally, it is back. It's been a long wait, but it is definitely back. Alan Hahn, kicking with Jay. Just the two of us, man. Just the two Ooh, of us. Hey. We've got and we have two basketball guys talking hoop. That's what I like also. All day. March Madness is here. There's no doubt about that. The games yesterday gave you that March Madness feel. They come down to the wire, the excitement in the end. You talk about that finish uh, with Drake. You talk about you know the, the, the first games in a year ago, we didn't have games. That, let's start there. So just begin with the idea that the tournament is on, that today it officially begins. Of course, the play-ins were yesterday, but just the feeling – to see the games happening Ugh. has got to feel like a sigh of relief as, as a, an entire country. We're still trying to find that normalcy, and we, th- we had it when, when we saw the NBA get into the bubble and the NHL get into their bubble, and then baseball started. Football had a season outside of a bubble. We had a Super Bowl. But something about this, because it, it marks like a year ago, we remembered when the game stopped and everything stopped. i got to be honest, typically – Every day after we do our show, I have a ton of business calls that are lined up. All of them are canceled today. <laughs> I told the friends, leave me alone. I don't want to be on any of our group chats today. I'm not answering. I am going home. I am making myself a cocktail. It will be too early in the morning for people. I do not care. And I will be watching games all day long. Today is just like one of the most exciting days of the year for me. Last year, obviously, you know, we didn't get a chance to do this. But today, all the slates of the games, Texas Southern, you're in. Drake, you're in. Norfolk State, you're in. Michigan State, you're not in. But UCLA, you're in. And let's go. It's time to ramp it up. I'm fired up for it for many reasons. Being more of an NBA guy, I'm watching for, you know, selfish reasons. Okay, who's coming next? Who's, who's next? Oh, we got that for you today, too. I can't too. wait yes. for that one. That, that is a segment I've been looking forward to ever since I saw it being teased. You have your comps. This is what we do in the NBA. We do comps. But you know what else we do when we talk basketball is we always have to get into the drama and we have to see things that happen. Mm. And, and, of course, something happened again. Well, not well. yeah, it was again because it's happened before with Tom Izzo and one of his players last night in Michigan State's win. And, and you and I both understand it, but I don't know if everybody understands it. And that's – his interaction with, with his own player where he gets Gay Brown aggressive, right? As players, you understand. I played college ball at a lower level. You played at the highest level. But, and you're seeing it right now on the screen. It's just. Well, let me, let me describe the scenario for you real quick. So you have Malik Hall, who is guarding a UCLA player, the, the, the point guard, who is, there's a screen coming, and Gay Brown is guarding the screener, mm-hmm. okay? Tom Izzo during this run, says that you're supposed to trap, okay? So what you see is Gabe Brown comes out, and the Malik Hall actually gets over the screen, so there's no need to trap. And they give up a three right before the half. Now, Tom comes out to talk to Gabe Brown about it, and Gabe Brown rips his arm away from Tom and starts yelling at Tom. And then as they walk back into the locker room, you start seeing it fester because Tom starts to get animated. And that, that's, I just want to give context to how the scenario happened so people understand what led how it, it got there. Right. Yes. Okay. What led to it. But it's, what, what led to it was player did something the coach didn't want him to do or didn't do something the coach wanted him to do. That's, that's really as simple as that. It's the altercation. 
especially out on the court. It's physically grabbing a player, pointing at him, yelling at him, but then the player yelling back at him. It's just that altercation that I think is jarring to people who don't understand what goes on. This has happened that's, that's, before. This has happened before with Tom Izzo. And, of course, you, get, you have a tournament game. You have passion. You have energy. You have all that stuff going on. And the question has to be asked. And, of course, for Tom Izzo, he knew he had to answer it. Coach, you and Gabe Brown, they had sort of a heated exchange going into the halftime. Can you tell us what that was about? <laughs> you guys are beautiful. Yeah, he missed the, a play, and I told him, and he walked away, and so I told him to come back. I mean, <laughs> I, we went through this a couple of years ago. Um, a game like that, that's the question you're going to ask me. Uh, I guess I'll answer it because the media has the right to ask whatever question, but we'll get him in here, and you can ask him. I mean, it was... It was a normal nothing. It's just that uh, this day and age, everything's something. A normal, a normal nothing. Jay, I, you and Coach K, have you had these moments? We've before? had a lot of these moments. And, and look, this, I know we live in a very sensitive word, world where, hey, well, Tom Izzo touched him and you know, he shouldn't be able to do that. You know how disrespectful it is when your coach comes out and you didn't execute something in the scouting report? And you turn your back on him after yelling at him and walk away from him instead of looking him in the eye and addressing him like a man. That's that. And I love this about Tom Izzo. There is an element of tough love with Tom Izzo. You know what, Alan? Life is tough. We both lived it. I've lived it. Life doesn't just cater to you. Hey, I'm sorry. Are you okay? Do you think somebody can? Do you want your hand held after I hit a utility pole going 70 miles an hour? No. You have to get yourself back up. And if you don't have people in your life that force you to address matters head on in a very professional-like way, mm. engage with Tom Izzo right then and there. Look him in the eye. If you want to say your piece, how you say your piece also matters. You just don't turn your back. But there's trust there with Tom Izzo. Look, I've had a lot of experience in my life, one after we lost to UVA, where literally we're in a locker room and Coach K is coming at me. Now, I don't know what the hell I was thinking. Alan, I had a Will Ferrell old school moment. You know where he goes up to the podium and he just blacks out? And yes. he's like, what did I just say? Yeah. All I know is I said a ton of curse words to Coach K. I stood up, hitting my hand, a ton of curse words. All my teammates, when I'm done talking, are looking at me like, what the hell are you mm, doing, bro? Right. Where did you just go? Pin drop in the room. Come back to reality. <laughs> and I look at Coach K and this look in his face is like, how dare you talk to me that way? I had to face that reality for the next two weeks in practice where I got benched, I got put on the blue team, I got reamed out, and you know what I had to learn how to do? Take it. Handle it. Take it like a man and right. say, okay, you know what? I'm going to rechannel that energy, and I'm going to play my ass off every single day because now I, I've had to learn. It's a learning opportunity. I think for Gabe, that's a learning opportunity. And I think for Tom, when you have trust within your players, you're allowed to have confrontation like that. But – you don't turn your back on your head coach who's been there for you every step of the way. That's disrespectful, and I like that Tom addressed it. Yeah, and, and, and you know, others did too, including Draymond Green, well-known. Uh, Tough love. Yeah, exactly, Michigan State alum. He, he tweeted right after that, typical Michigan State exchange, move on, and in all caps, relax. Brandon Wood, who played uh, on the same 2011-12 team that, that uh, Draymond played on, also said it as well. He said, that's one of the parts of Izzo's coaching style I respected the most. The situation going into the tunnel was nothing. He said he allows his players to challenge him, and he's coming right back at you. And he, and he said, I bet he was hype after all that. How do, you think, how do you think Draymond Green signed a five-year, $118 million contract? 
How do you think he got that? Right. I mean, obviously, playing with Steph and Clay helps, but it's this mentality but that got him there. Yeah, it's it's having that experience. But you know, people look at that, and I think right away the first thought you hands on a player, aggressive with a player. You know, is it is he's being abusive? We go back to Bob Knight, and what we remember those, hitting, some of those images hitting of Bob somebody Knight. on the chin is different than grabbing somebody's arm when they walk away from you. I want to make sure that we're very careful with the words that we de- we decide to use, articulating what Tom Izzo did. Like, aggressively, that's not a word I would use. Abusively, that's not a word I would use for Tom Izzo. Grabbing a player's arm as he walks away from you disrespectfully while you're trying to talk about what wasn't executed, yeah. I don't find that being aggressive. I find that being, be respectful towards me, man. Like, if you can watch the tape, they're exchanging – and he's yelling at him. We're watching it right now. That's, that's and then right. he just yells he's at him. He's giving it right just, back to him. And that's, just walks away. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that, that's the key part. But look, like I said, you understand it. You lived it. I understand it for the most part as well. But there's a lot of people because this will circulate like it did two years ago. And it'll circulate. And people will look at it and have a certain reaction to it because of the world we live in today. Can I help you? But I, it was important to explain it. If you have a child, we all have kids. Yeah. If you have a kid who yells back at you like that as a parent and just walks away. Woof. Woof. Like for me, like, okay, I'm going to grab your arm, come back here. You're going to look me in the eye, mm-hmm. and we're going to handle this like adults. Right. You're right. an adult, Gabe Brown. You know, we always refer to these players as kids. No, they're 18, 19, 20, 21 years old. They are young adults. We should handle it that way. Yeah, I completely agree. It's, about, it's also about handling controversy and contra- confrontation as you're growing up. It's all life lesson. All right, so we start the day with the NCAA tournament being underway you can start the day brought to you by indeed hiring start finding the right people right away visit indeed.com slash credit jordan Cornette was uh, was in indiana calling that game michigan state ucla for westwood one we're going to talk to him in about 90 minutes but coming up next the very latest on deshaun watson that story mm-hmm. continues by the way uh, the nfl is now investigating the texans quarterback we'll tell you why that's after jay has this from DraftKings. DraftKings, the leader in daily fantasy sports, has a variety of daily fantasy contests with cash prizes up for grabs. Contests include golf, MMA, and soccer events. It's simple. Each player has a salary associated with drafting them, assemble a lineup of players while staying under the salary cap, and then sit back and relax and watch your points pile up. Download the DraftKings app and use code KJZ. New users will get a free entry with their first deposit. That's code KJZ only at DraftKings. Minimum $5 deposit required. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. I have no idea what direction it's going to go, how it would affect other teams if they would lowball the Texans, if some teams would back away. I don't believe, as it currently stands, that it dampens the enthusiasm around the league to go land Deshaun Watson. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do. Big, small. And when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had, happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who've experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. 
Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash unsportsmanlike today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash unsportsmanlike. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Keyshawn J. Will Zubin. It's Friday. It's Friday. Hey. Feels good, man. Yes, it does, doesn't it? It does. Weekend's right here. NFL free agency still popping off. We have a lot of stuff going on. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and this is the day, too, to sit on a bag of ice on the couch. I mean, this is the day, middle-aged man. This is the day. <laughs> you're going to get it done. You get it done today. You, you get, get it done today? You to sit all day, and you're good. Yes. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah, I, I, I'm, yeah. I'm getting close. I'm about to have my second kid. It's done. I got four. It's done. It's I got done. Four. This is the one of the highest times of the year. Where guys do that. You know it that, is. by the way, right? It is. It is, it is V-Day. But, but here's the thing. I have four <laughs> kids. I, it's a true story. Had it scheduled, and my wife bailed out. No, no, no. Don't do it. She, 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 she talked did. you into bailing she, out. She said, I'm not comfortable with you I, doing that. I'm going there. I, I can't. No more for me. Yeah. I say, yeah. I'm I waiting for a little man to be she, born. My kid's going to be born during talk, March Madness, yeah, which is perfect. me out of it. So, anyways. Oh, um, so, on the NFL front. Uh, this, this news with Deshaun Watson is is starting to get – it just continues to build now. A third civil lawsuit filed against Deshaun Watson. It accuses the Houston Texans quarterback of sexually assaulting a massage therapist by alleging, allegedly forcing her to have oral sex with him. This is now December of 2020. Remember, the other two, it's March and then August, all in 2020. So now a third one. The lawsuit was filed by, once again, Houston attorney Tony Busby on Wednesday night. It appeared on the Harris County District Clerk's website Thursday morning. It's the third civil case filed against Watson this week. The previous two lawsuits were related to two separate incidents during which he was accused of committing, quote, civil assault, end quote, by touching a massage therapist with his penis. So, like, for for Deshaun Watson and also the Texans, this is a situation that's now not just getting their attention, but also certainly the league, as Adam Schefter on SportsCenter yesterday explained. The NFL is aware of the situation, and it is declining to comment at this time. What we do know is that there are more and more suits and more and more women coming forward. But we also have to recognize that there are no criminal charges at this time. And this has been going on for a while, and there's nothing criminal so far in this particular case. And so the NFL and the Houston Texans, and every team that has had some level of interest in Deshaun Watson is closely monitoring the situation and looking into whether anything untoward happened, anything illegal happened, and to date, nothing so far. The Texans released a statement saying the NFL informed us today that they will conduct an investigation into allegations made in the civil lawsuits filed against Deshaun Watson. We will stay in close contact with the league as they do. Do We continue to take this and all matters involving anyone within the Houston Texans organization seriously. We do not anticipate making any additional statements until the NFL's investigation concludes. Houston attorney Tony Busby says there's now nine total cases against Watson. That's up from six. So far, only three lawsuits 
have been filed. So all the conversation with Deshaun Watson and his demand for a trade clearly at this point goes to the back burner. But as we talk about quarterbacks in the NFL, there's still another Pro Bowl quarterback that's uh, available. And is he, though? Could be available. Hmm. Or Well, take a listen to this. So Russell Wilson uh, is the name we're talking about. And you remember yesterday we had Adam Schefter on. He said that there was a key date to keep in mind. I think a trade is alive up until and through the first round of the NFL draft. If Russell Wilson is a Seattle Seahawk after the first round is complete, then he's a Seahawk, and I'll believe at that point in time he won't be traded. But we have not heard to date anything from the Seahawks where they have said, we are not trading Russell Wilson. And it doesn't mean they are. We just haven't heard them say that to this point. That's I feel like the draft already was going to have a lot of intrigue. It does every year. But, but this time around especially, because of the type of quarterbacks that are available. I mean, we're talking about the elite quarterbacks that you could have, like a Russell Wilson, perhaps even a Deshaun Watson. With teams at the top of the draft that are always fighting for those higher picks, those picks could be available. You've got – it could be five quarterbacks in the first 15 picks of the draft. That's very possible. But those picks could also turn into trading four an already established quarterback as well. It makes sense that draft night would be when if one of these quarterbacks that wants out, that would be when you trade them. And Shefty's saying, after the first round, we'll know if Russell Wilson will stay in Seattle for at least one more Doesn't year. Doesn't it just feel like Russell Wilson is losing steam here, though? Like It was only a couple of weeks ago when his agent came out and made these comments about, here are, here are the teams, right? right? right. It was a hot, hot topic. Yep. Where is Russell going to go? He has all the leverage. He's not happy. He's in a position of power. And it just feels like over the last couple of weeks, that power has transitioned back to Seattle by saying, okay, like all your options are now off the table pretty much. Right. Dallas is off table. New Orleans looks like they're committed to Jameis Winston. Vegas is still there with De- Derek Carr. We'll see what's happening with Marcus Mariota if they release him to a degree. But John Gruden hasn't came out and said anything, even though we know he has a history of loving his quarterbacks for a second and being ready to move on. Mm-hmm. Chicago, they signed Andy Dalton. You know they tried to make an offer. They threw everything at them pretty much. They said no. So, look, is Chicago still in the picture? Yes, I think Chicago could still be in the picture. But um, what Seattle is going to be able to you know, get out of anybody, even if the Jets decide to get involved in this, you have to give up a lot, a lot. What was it? Three first rounders, Chicago, two players, mm-hmm. and a quarterback. Two starters. Two starters. Yeah. I mean, that, that's a that's a hefty. Well, they load didn't to have give up. the quarterback to give back. I think Obviously. that was probably to me. If you're Seattle, I mean, I'm giving you our franchise quarterback. You got to give me something. I got to have somebody to put in the start as a starting QB and a draft pick where I can get my next quarterback. Chicago didn't have that to offer. You mentioned the Jets. They do. And they've got the number two pick in the draft. I mean, they have the number two pick in the draft. If you're Seattle, here's your reset button. It's right here. It's a matter now of are you willing to do this now and obviously eat the cap hit, or do you want to wait a year, which is what Bart Scott was talking about when we had him on yesterday and the day before. It's, it's a matter of do you wait the year and next year's draft, you still have a ton of draft capital, and you also can you know, see where the team goes. Because Russell doesn't have the Jets. He doesn't have either New York team on his list, which is interesting because it sounds like he, Sierra, would like to be in a bigger market. How come neither New York team with them would be on his list? Well, I think, I, think they're, I think they're on the list now. The expanded I, I, list? I, I think you have to expand the list if you really don't want to be there. I Once again, I've been saying this the whole time. I think this is a bluff by Russell Wilson. I think he just wants more power and control with inside the organization with Pete Carroll. They're doing everything they need him to do. 
I mean, right? Like, Dave, yeah. hey, we'll change the OC. Okay, we're going to try to shore up the offensive line. We're giving you the clout that you need. If Russell Wilson doesn't want to be there, then come out and say you don't want to be there. Tell us where you want to be or help us find the right trade partner. Give well, again, us some direction here. I didn't ask for a trade, but here's teams I'd go to. Seattle's not – well, we're not actively trading him, but clearly already turned down one offer, which means they listened, right? So I, who knows what this is about. Aaron Rodgers felt like it was more about him just getting – securing a little more oh, – I should say getting more security with the Packers, which we think he'll eventually get. This is more of a power play you're saying with Russell Wilson. I want more say. I want more influence – and so does Deshaun Watson in his organization. He's not getting it there. Russ doesn't feel like he's getting it in Seattle. So then I want to go somewhere that I can go. I just feel like Russell Wilson and Deshaun, Deshaun Watson are kind of different, even profile-wise, with where I see Russell Wilson going with Sierra and yeah. how they're assumed as a power couple, what we saw with them at the you know, Super Bowl with Roger Goodell. Like the profile is just different. Yeah, I completely agree. This story won't go away. Today's the last day to sign up, play against Key J and Z on ESPN's Tournament Challenge. Sign up at ESPN.com slash bracket. Download the Tournament Challenge app and search KJZ or Barton Hahn. I just put in ours, by the way. I respect now, that. So that's all right. That's a, that's a shameless plug. So as March Madness returns, we're asking what sporting event are you most grateful for that has now returned? Like March Madness, for instance. Is there one that you're like, this tells me that we're on our way back? So coming up, one Pro Bowl quarterback was already dealt yesterday. And he fi- – I'm sorry, he was already dealt. And yesterday, he finally dealt with what happened with his previous team. Some drama. We'll discuss – That's after Jay has this from Indeed. As a business owner, time is your most valuable resource. That's why Indeed has Instant Match. Post a sponsored job and Indeed instantly searches millions of resumes in their database to deliver candidates who best fit your job description. Want to go beyond the resume? Choose from over 135 skills tests to challenge applicants on hard skills like computer proficiency or soft skills like customer service. Indeed delivers four times more hires than all other job sites combined, according to Talent Nest. Learn more at Indeed.com slash credit. If there's any coach in the league that I would trust to revive Carson Wentz, it would be Frank Wright. Colts badly overpaid. You're talking about a guy that could be MVP, a guy that is a top six or seven player at the position in the NFL. More from Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin next. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit... Your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com.
KJZ, Alan Hahn, kicking it with Jay. March Madness Day, basketball day. We'll get to the hoop talk. I've got morning voice right now because I'm like adding syllables unnecessarily into words. Eligibility is a hard word to Eligibility. say. Eligibility. Yeah, it's fine. It's like I'm sitting in the I'm sitting in Key's seat. Bart was sitting in this seat, and it's almost like now I'm going to Nobody can speak? Like, you just can't, you can't well, pronounce key, anything when key, you sit in this key seat. Key actually can talk. Key can. Yeah, it's a, Key can talk. It's getting yeah. him to stop sometimes. Yeah. That's the hard part, right? <laughs> but we definitely miss him. Um, so let's get to Straight Talk, brought by Straight Talk Wireless. Uh, this, this was big yesterday, the NFL announcing their TV deals we were waiting for. Huge. We got the Super Bowl. Oh, my goodness. We got the Super Bowl. Like, this – like – when I saw the news of this and I saw, A, how much Plus now will be involved, seeing ABC back in the game, how many times on Monday Night Football being part of playoffs. Got the flex. You got the flexes to, to get you in those big games late in the year. And then the Super Bowl as well. So CBS keeps games on Sunday. Fox keeps their games on Sunday. NBC keeps the, the, the Sunday night games as well. ESPN keeps Monday night. It all pretty much stays the same. Amazon now has Thursday night football Exclude, completely exclusive. You've got um, over-the-air channels competing now in the competing home markets. NFL Network will also air select games. ABC, as I mentioned, two Super Bowls in the deal. The first one in 2026. Wow. And 2026 seems like a long time away. It's five years. It, it, it's okay. If that, <laughs> if that means that KJZ will away. be on the field discussing this the, like the next day after the Super the Bowl? morning like, after the Super Bowl, that, or the, set on the field. <laughs> what? You three breaking it down. Uh, this, this, is, this, is what, this is what I missed most. You know, going back to our poll question, yeah. what have you missed most about sports in this year where sports have been all over the place? I've been glad that we've actually had sports, but I miss being at games. Like, I miss being on the court during the NBA Finals. Yeah. I miss being on the field and getting a chance to see a Super Bowl or the day before or the day after, getting a chance to be around players, hearing their stories, getting them to tell different intricacies or nuances about the sets that they're running or how they got here. Like That is the most memorable thing about doing my job. And now the fact that we're going to have the Super Bowl, that we're going to have Monday night flexes, that we can be involved at some of these games on location when everything clears and we're okay and it's safe to be out there and everybody's vaccinated, like that, that is a dream come true. You think about it, Zoom has taken over our lives when it comes to interview process with, with athletes, right? We see it all the time. We're using – every time we use interviews with coaches, it's Zoom. They're sitting at a table. I'm almost boycotting Zooms. Like, I, I don't want you to see my right. face anymore. When Zoom is no longer in my life for those purposes, it's, it's great. We've learned to use it in other ways. But when you don't have to use it to interview someone and you have – Honestly, people understand the personal touch is great. You can, oh, you can still do interviews. Look, the coach is sitting at the table. You can ask him questions. Nah, like you said, that personal interaction. You get a player after a game. He sits down with you. It's a big moment, and you can have that conversation instead of it being a little colder where the player is just looking at a camera. He's not seeing a face. Exactly. He doesn't know who you are. It's, there's so much, it's so much different when it's in person, and just like these big events, to be in person for them to cover them is such a huge difference, but – for for just for the ESPN standpoint, this deal is Huge. fantastic. It, it's so the first Super Bowls now under the Disney ESPN NFL agreement. So you get the twenty twenty six and also twenty thirty. Is that Super Bowl? Is it Super Bowl sixty? Yeah, so just hearing that just sounds amazing. Super Bowl. I think 60. I think I think it's sixty five, right? Is it six? Yeah, I'm, sixty I'm and really 65. not good. I'm yeah. really not. Yeah, it's sixty. It's okay. It's a seat. Roman numerals to me are very difficult. When you start, you know, it's number, but using letters. Anyway, moving on. 
Like I said, I did not stay at a Holiday Inn Express last night. <laughs> ESPN Plus streams one exclusive national game annually beginning in 2022. So Plus getting a huge bump here. Beginning in 23, you have annual division round game in addition to the existing wild card game as well mm. as part of this package. 35% more regular season games. So 23 each season across ESPN, ABC, and ESPN+. Plus. And Monday Night Football, as you mentioned, top team appearances increased, flex scheduling added for Week 12 and beyond. So Monday Night Games suddenly have that Different feel. big game feel because those games are going to matter. We flex you out of a Sunday game. If we know it's a big game, we put you on Monday night, and the Boom. whole country gets to watch the biggest game that matters that weekend. And then all of our programming could be sourced around that, right? You might see SVP on the field doing his sports center hit from being down there at the game. You'll see us at games. You'll see first take. On site, different locations, different crowds, different you know athletes being brought in to debate or give their point of view. I mean, it, it's really exciting with the way that we'll be able to unlock all these different assets that we have. I love how you're becoming a TV executive, just already now just planning think like ahead. Like an executive all day, every day. Oh, I man. know, I know. Planning ahead of everything that we're going to be doing going forward. But it's Uh-oh. A Evan huge just jumped in my ear. Super Bowl sixty and sixty four. So, obviously, I couldn't read Roman numerals either. So, it's okay. We got it, though. That's all that matters. All of us. All All of us. us. Nobody can read it. It's It's Friday, though. It's the start of the tournament. We're hysteria about it. It's fine. Somebody else try to read letters that are supposed to be numbers, and you get back to me while also being on the air. Not on Zoom, though. On Zoom, I probably would have gotten it right. I just want to walk my dog and take a conference call. That would be nice. I don't want you to see, like, the hairs in my nostrils. You know, I, I, I can't. I can't get uncomfortable. I can't be uncomfortable at time. All right. But, again, the new deal for the NFL, that's straight talk by straight talk wireless. No contract, no compromise. Will Carson Wentz be in one of these future Super Bowls with the Colts? Uh, is that a serious question? I mean, I I mean, mean the Colts are built. He like, better be. Their Colts are built. When we talked about – He who, better be. Quarterback's under pressure for next year, and we were mentioning Jameis Winston. Is he, is he one? Is, is Cam Newton one? And then we had the caller say – how about Carson Wentz? And it's like, that's a good one. Can I tell you what my biggest concern was this past year for Carson Wentz? And I've said it, and it's been documented. So I don't know how I feel about a quarterback that I feel is mentally fragile leading my team. Mentally fragile yeah. were the two words I use to describe how I saw Carson Wentz dealing with the adversity in Philadelphia. Now, granted, there's a lot of stuff going on. Doug Peterson, Howie Roseman, a lot of cooks in the kitchen, and he had a young quarterback in Jalen Hurts that was hungry, that wanted it. But when I see a quarterback that says four years, $128 million next to your name, I expect a different mentality. And you also see a quarterback that the younger quarterback, Jalen Hurts, comes in and players kind of gravitated towards Jalen Hurts. Exactly my point. And Carson Wentz never had that relationship. And you talk about his mentality, and he's been criticized coming out of Philly. And some people feel like it's unjust criticism. What we're going to do – so he had his press conference yesterday with the Indianapolis media. And we'll let you decide as you listen to Carson Wentz talking about his issues from Philly that follow him now to the Colts. Why – there were reports about he just wasn't a good teammate. And he had to address them. But it's how he addressed them that make you wonder if those reports were accurate. I'm not going to sugarcoat it. It wasn't fun. It's not fun when things were going so well for years and, you know, all those things. And you don't know why things happened or why they went the way they did. And, you know, as a man, you have to, you have to look yourself in the mirror and, and, you know, learn from it. 
I'm not going to lie. It, it wasn't fun. It was difficult, but I did everything I could to still be supportive of Jalen and my teammates. And I've learned in, in this business and life, like you're just not going to make everyone happy as much as you want to. You, you can't. It's unfortunate that people have those opinions, but you know, I'm going to learn from it and try and be the best teammate I can be. And if any of my teammates out there don't think I was the, the best teammate, I apologize. I wish I could be better. You know, like I said, last year uh, was tough for everybody. All right. The fact that he apologized pretty much acknowledges that he yeah, was a bad we had some issues and maybe I have to be better. So it's not, there was no denial right there. But him saying, Jay, you can't make everyone happy. That's the part I don't like. As soon as you become that, a professional athlete, you recognize from day one, you can never make everybody happy. When, when I went to Duke my freshman year, I realized I can't make everybody happy. But at the end of the day, you have to go out there and do your job. That's it. And your job is to lead. And how you lead matters. How you talk and how your players and your teammates see you matters. Now, this is a new situation he's going into with Michael Pittman, Jonathan Taylor, a solid O-line. I recognize that in Philadelphia, his O-line was trash. Mm -hmm. He was running around for his life, threw a ton of picks. I get that. But what I want to see from you moving forward you got what you wanted, man. You know, like 2017, when you had that incredible year with Frank Reich, he's with you now. Mm-hmm. He's with you. How are you leading moving forward? I don't need you to apologize about what was. I don't need you to tell me that, hey, I tried to help Jalen Hurts as much as possible. Jalen Hurts is a grown-ass man. He's fine. He has a starting job. He will be okay. He used that year to learn and to build and to continue to attack. I want to see Carson Wentz transition this almost like victim mentality to, no, I, I'm transitioning that to, like, I'm a dominant mentality. This is my team. I'm ready to lead, and it's time to win the Super Bowl. Transition it to what I'm focused on right now, not what was before. But that's what he, Maybe that's just who he is, though. See, the unfortunate thing with a quarterback position is immediately you're asked to be a leader. No, no, you're told to be a leader. You're expected to be a leader. And that means, like, the, the, the wonderful thing about sports is that it's, it's, sure, we get into teams, and we like to see winning and stuff. But, Jay, I feel like one of the compelling things about sports is that do you inspire people? Does your performance inspire people? That's what draws people to you. Win or lose, do you inspire me to want to watch more, to, to, to marvel at your talent? Carson Wentz, we marvel at talent, arm strength, size, all those mm-hmm. things, right? The MVP season he was having, he was fantastic. But how about your teammates? How do they feel about you? Because if you're just good, that's one thing. But you have to be more than that. The problem is, though, not everybody's built that way. He sounds like somebody that has a hard time with criticism, which is amazing because he got to this level, which you had to have been criticized at some points throughout your life and throughout your career. He sounds like criticism, questions about him, anybody that doubts him. You know, some people put it on a chip right on the shoulder. Oh, you doubt me? I'll show you. He doesn't seem like the I'll show you guy. He seems to like, why are you doubting me? You mean Jalen Hurts like when he came back and he won the game against the Saints? Yeah. Right? Like when you're like, oh, it's a hard game. Well, there's just certain athletes that are like that. He's not like that. He is more, why are you doubting me? What did I do wrong? What's happening? Why don't you like me? It bothers him. He, it's just that's what's coming out in, in what he just said there about his teammates. If you're on the Colts right now, if you're Michael Pittman or anyway, Michael Pittman wouldn't give up his number for him, by the way. Point that out, and we'll get to that story in a second. Mm-hmm. But if you're a teammate and you don't know him, you just know of him. I'm watching. I'm watching everything you do. And he says everything that. you say. In the presser, and the way he says it, is there a part of you that's going, I don't know about this guy. He's going to have to prove himself. As he, when he comes in the locker room, 
he's going to have to prove himself. Well, I, I think this is the mentality that I was kind of referring to from the beginning, Alan, is that you know, when you're a leader, the way you come into a room matters. Yep. How people see you matters. Mm-hmm. When the first words come out of your mouth at the first opportunity, your new teammates, your new culture gets a chance to hear how you think, what, what you're thinking, that matters. And the biggest thing about being a leader is, yes, the arm strength, the sides, the durability, that, that matters too. I'm not saying that's not important, you know, data points to factor into, you know, the player you are to lead. But you need to have other grown men follow you. They have to want to follow you Inspired into battle to follow every day. Right. I didn't play football. He played football. But I know when I looked at a basketball game, we're going to battle every single night. Like, you're not going to punk me. You're not going to run over me. And if you try that attempt, my teammates are going to see I'm going to fight back at you every single time because that's the mentality that we're stating as the baseline for how our team operates. I don't know what that baseline is right now with the Colts. I know they're talented as hell, but I'm wondering about that leadership perspective. What is that baseline for Carson Wentz? You just don't want him to be, like, again, for the Colts, the reason why they don't. Like, that's the – you know, you make a deal like that, you're supposed to be the reason why they do. And he's got to be careful, reason why they don't. Now, we mentioned the number change real quick here. I I found this soundbite caught my attention as well. And I'll explain afterwards. So, as, as I mentioned, he wore number eleven. Pittman wears eleven. He asked Michael Pittman, "Can I, you know, can I get the number?" He said, "No." So he's wearing number two, <laughs> which of course everybody's going. Isn't that the number that maybe Jaylen, like how much? How Jaylen much Hurts do you wear? want for the number, Michael Pittman? Usually, how, how much that do works, you, right? How much do you want for the number? Let me write you that's, a that's check. Always how that to works. To make sure I get the number, so I can come yeah, in and state it right. Let's, but but none of that happened. So so Carson explains why the number change and adds a little something at the end that also reveals a little bit about how sensitive he is to criticism. You know, when the trade went down, I obviously reached out to Pittman right away, and I said, hey, no pressure. Are you married to number 11? He's like, yeah, I think so. And I'm like, all right, cool. No worries. Um, you know, I was actually number 20, believe it or not, in high school. Always loved number 20, but naturally, 1 through 19 are, are the options at quarterback. So uh, going into college, I actually wanted number two, but it was taken. So for three years, I, I was 11, and by then I was kind of married to it. So this for me, I'm excited. I'm excited for a fresh start. Number two, I think, um, is really in the back of my mind, back of my heart, always what I wanted to be. So uh, we're excited to, and hopefully, hopefully people think I look good in two. If not, who cares? My wife does, so that's all that matters. <laughs> See what I mean? Well, I mean, there's also another quarterback in Philadelphia that wears number two. Mm, I find that weird, very weird yeah. and interesting. But th- there's something that he said there. Um, I'm sending you a text. I'm sending Michael Pittman Jr. a text. Yeah. Hey. Are you married to number 11? First off, there has to be some type of relationship there. I don't know what that relationship is. But if you're asking for somebody's number, uh, I'm probably going to talk to you for a while before I just ask you for your number. And then the way I ask you for your number and what you say is very fascinating to me. All right. So, hey, are you married to 11? Yeah, I think so. Hey, think operative word. You're not married to 11, man. You're not married to 11. You're leaving the door open. You know when I'm married to 11? You know, my number's 22. Yes, I'm married to 22. It's my number. Yeah, I think I'm married to 22. That means, yeah, I I think I want to marry her. I think I want to. I'm not. I have 11 in this hand. Can you put something in this hand that will make make me forget about this hand? But this goes back into what what we just talked about, though, Alan. This goes back into, like, 
I want my quarterback to tell me what I need to do. I don't want him to give me the option to think about what I want to do. Yeah. I want you to lead me to where I need to go. So, like, and I know it's smaller, and people are probably thinking that we're reading way much into this, but these are little things I think speak volumes about who people are. Oh, you don't think athletes pick this stuff apart? 20 years I've covered professional athletes. These are the kind of things that they pick apart. I'm These saying, are the things. Yeah, How would you do day. on the field? Because what you do on the field, you're at the highest level. You're supposed to show out. But these are the things that tell me a little more about your character than maybe I wanted to know. Simple things like that. And he was so wishy-washy about it. And then at the very end when he's like, he just starts to ramble into, and I hope people like it, but if they don't, I don't care. My That's wife likes talk. it. That's all that matters. That's it's nervous like, talk. Whoa. That's when somebody starts getting nervous, right? Yeah. And they start talking extra just for the sake of talking. But my thing is, as soon as I see, yeah, I think so, my next text is, my next text is how much do you want for it? Yeah, that's it. How much do you want for it? Those are just I millions of stories about it. that trading numbers and what it costs. Didn't Tom Brady do it? All day. Yeah. That's exactly what you do. Yo, I need 12, TB12, you understand, right? This is what it is. How much? I mean, granted, Tom Brady's come into a situation way different than Carson Wentz, but that's also something that I, that's a huge problem for Frank Reich and company. They not only have to get his play to yeah. get back to what it was before he got hurt, but they need his mentality. They need to continue to grow and build that. I don't know if you can do that. Mm. Some people have it and some people don't. That's a big question about him. We'll watch that in Indianapolis. Meanwhile, in, in Philly, real quick here. I found this interesting as well. So now what do they do at quarterback? Jalen Hurts, I guess, right? But they're in an interesting situation now. Harry Roseman, listen to how he describes the Eagles quarterback situation. We only have one quarterback on our roster, so it's definitely not going to stay that way. We want to have a really strong quarterback room. Uh, We feel like um, we have incredible coaches uh, on the offensive side of the ball and defensive side of the ball who can maximize quarterback play. And so – um, we're going to look at, at the free agent market. We're going to look at the trade market. And we're certainly going to look at the draft to try to strengthen that position. So the nervous laugh <laughs> right away, like we only have one quarterback on the roster, <laughs> like that part of it. But clearly looking in other areas to add to their quarterback situation. And, you know, in that division, Dak Prescott now back healthy. Well, you expect him to be healthy. But, you know, Washington, what are they doing? Uh, the Giants, very well, Washington young. Washington got Fitzmagic. That's yeah, what they're well, doing. Well, again, what are they doing? That, that's, a, that's a bridge type situation. So for Philly, you know, in this division, you got to make sure you know at that quarterback position. You got to know. There were reports yesterday that the Raiders might be releasing Marcus Mariota. Mm. If that's the case, go get Marcus Mariota. Two young guys to battle it out. Yes, let them battle it out. One guy, I'll say, has more experience. They can lend to having Jalen Hurts. If, if you want him to be a starter, let them do that. I, I still think, look, in the one game we saw against the Chargers, even though the Raiders lost that game, Mariota looked really good. Threw for over 250 yards, threw for a TD, ran for close to 100 yards. Looks like the talent is there. I tell you, another team that's probably going to want him, Bill Belichick. I, I, there, there are a lot of situations out there always for Marcus Mariota. Yeah, he liked it from the beginning when he was in like Tennessee. That fit. Yes. There's a, so those are two prime situations for Marcus Mariota right off the bat. Yeah, that, that's a name to watch as well. And just like in the Jameis situation, those two went one and two in the draft, and, and exactly. both of them now still trying to reestablish themselves as starters and, and maybe franchise quarterbacks. Free agent quarterback has been assured he's a starter. We'll discuss next. KJZ, ESPN Radio, ESPN app.
This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.